Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for another edition of one of your favorite things to watch around the middle of the week. That is Sonia Garza. La guerra de la mitad de la semana. I love it when you say that. Uh, it's the midweek <laughs> war. Hi, guys. How's it going? Uh, I'm Eamon. I'm usually not the one introing this show, but uh, unfortunately, Mad Mike uh, couldn't make it this evening for the uh, for the festivities. Uh, what a we- what a week to miss! Because <laughs> we got a lot to talk about this week. But uh, joining me, as always, uh, my my other Texas compatriot, uh, Mr. Tony Garza. Hey, what's up, Eamon? Uh, the Texas takeover of the Meat Week War uh, this week. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a lot of cowboy hats, a lot of every other. Uh, thing people think Texas is that really yeah. isn't, but uh, hey, you know. Um, but we're talking uh, Lucha Underground in this uh, first uh, part of the midweek war, uh, and oh boy, do we got a lot to talk about? <laughs> yep, as always. Uh, so go ahead, Tony. What would your one word be for uh, Lucha Underground? Uh, my one word is Mamacita, as you heard it chanted <laughs> in the show. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, and my word would would be uh, uh, twist. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because there's a big twist in this one, guys. <laughs> yeah, I got swerved bad. I really got. I. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, uh, Tony, I'll start with you. What is your one good thing for the Jenny Brown this week? So I'm going to go straight to it, and that was the main event, a uh, mm-hmm. last luchador standing between. Phoenix and King Cuerno, who are slowly kind of becoming like the workforces of Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. Because even though you have your Pumas and your Pentagons and your and your Mundos, Phoenix and King Cuerno are the two guys that just constantly like kick ass. And uh, I really, really liked that uh, once again, Lucha Underground takes like this concept of a match that we have, and they they just kind of like make it work without doing whatever else everyone is doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they, they managed to like, I, I, I felt like a kid. I, like they took me back 20 years when a last man standing match wasn't about breaking 14 tables and church shots and candle sticks and all that stuff. It was just like, they, they managed to make like a, a topic on Elo, a credible move that could end the match. Yeah, and that and that itself made the the finish look like holy shit, right? And it, yeah, like you said, like they built it up to kind of one big spot, uh, which was yeah. such a cool spot and such a terrifying spot. Like I would not want to be in King Warrior's position at all. Not just from like fall, <laughs> the fact that he's falling, but he's falling backwards with with like no like you know no chance to really like see where he's landing. Yeah. Basically, like that's so terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. I, I I'm glad they have like a mathematician and the crew, and they just like made a perfect triangulation to where he was gonna fall because I was like, holy shit, that's that's scary. That's really terrifying. Um, and I like that they played up the fact that like 
Well, they play up the fact that the, the story they told was King Cuerner's undefeated in this match. And the whole point is that that Katrina wanted Cuerner to kill Phoenix, not just beat him. Yeah. And what better way to do that than in a match like that? Like, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, and I love the little subtlety of Mil Martis getting agitated mid-match. Yeah. He was just like, oh, sure. Uh, uh. And, and, he, which you never see. He's usually very, like, stoic. Yeah, yeah, but he, like, and, and, I, and I actually noticed that last last show when uh, Puma and Penelope Jr. were coming out, mm-hmm. he, he's kind of playing, like, this agitated guy who is who hates but can't do anything about it. Yeah. So I, I'm just, like, super right now, like, super interested to see the day Will Moore just finally explodes and just goes back to killing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, going to my good for this week, uh, and I'm definitely interested to hear your thoughts as well. Uh, my good for this week is uh, the debut of uh, Cobra Moon. <laughs> we got yeah. to see only in Lucha Underground. We get to see a snake wrestle with Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I did. I think it was interesting because the promo video they had of her the week before, kind of like I think you even mentioned it, like mm-hmm. was sort of the s- same sort of like, oh, she's fighting people, like you know, outside the temple sort of thing, kind of style. So you didn't really get a huge sense of who she was. Uh, and yeah, she's an, and it's safe to say she's an anthropomorphic snake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be honest. She's green as fuck. She, yeah, I thought she did well. Uh, uh, yeah, she maybe isn't to, I don't know if she's at the level of like a sexy star necessarily, or, or even an evil least maybe, but as someone who is, you know, sort of, I would say, I don't, uh, uh, you know, say if I'm wrong, obviously, going forward in the season, but she doesn't seem like a character that necessarily will have sort of the the higher place stories, I guess you could say, because she's, she's very much like a Bengala in that she's, you know, she's like the a, attraction sort of thing where it's like, oh, wow, that's a snake person. But yeah, like, that's what I felt too, like. She's gonna be like in the multi-man uh, gift of the gods match, like yeah. by the end of the show, and that, and that's and I think that's gonna be like the most we'll get of her. Uh, I, I think wrestling wise, she was green, but I really like that she plays her character like the snake girl throughout she, the whole match. She did a lot of little things that were like, oh, that's yeah. like how a snake would do it. Like that's very, it was very putting that kind of detail into things is really important. Yeah, yeah. So I like that. Uh, I guess I'm guessing I'm gonna wait to see how she faces out with other girls. Maybe just Ricky Marvin is not the person <laughs> for her. Uh, yeah, but but we'll see. But yeah, I'm excited. I, I just love the I just love we have such a ridiculous character like that. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Uh, it's always real fun. Um, so yeah, what would uh, Tony? What would be your bad for this week of Lucha? Um, it's hard to say. I guess my bad's gonna go to. Okay, my bet's gonna go to Prince Puma and Katrina. Oh, really? Yeah, I. I it's not that it was bad, like per se, but I, I'm just like really disconnected on what's going on right now. Uh, we had the confirmation because it wasn't really sure that last season, but Conan is dead, mm. so that's also bad. Because <laughs> 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 I love Conan's uh, promos, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I just 
Pilar and I like super disconnected with the Puma character. Uh, I can just tell he's like super pissed, but I if he doesn't talk and he doesn't find another mouthpiece, it's gonna be kind of hard to really follow up with him. Yeah, that's. I think it's. I think it's gonna be interesting because one of one of him also being paired in this sort of like feud with Pentagon. Like mm-hmm. obviously Pentagon is such a fan favorite, and I think people yeah. like Puma, and obviously Puma is super talented. But um, I think yeah, like you said, like that kind of could play a factor. I think um, I I think and I trust that Underground will do this, but I like to think that the moment that Puma speaks is going to be a huge deal because we have not oh, heard yeah. him speak at yeah, all. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, now, now that you that you mentioned uh, the Puma and Pena Junior, I'm starting to feel like they're going to build up to uh, a Steve Austin Bret Hart thing. Where you have like oh, yeah. the super baby face, like all straight, and then you have like the, this anti-hero, Pentagon Jr., and maybe there's going to be a double turn or something. But they could. I mean, I, I think Puma's character and, and motivation is always interesting, and in the you know just the whole playing with Conan and, and the whole idea that like mm-hmm. Conan was meant to be like a snake in the grass and kind of only yeah. out for himself. But up, yeah, and ended up being like super loyal and just straight up good guy. Yeah, I, I I could definitely see Puma maybe not going full heel, but in a sense like having being corrupted almost in a sense and yeah, and going darker. You going a bit darker, yeah, um, which I think would be really cool to see. Um, and that match next week that they announced for Puma and Pentagon yeah. would be awesome. I think that could rival like the um, the Puma Mundo stuff that kind of was the real selling point for season one. Yeah, um, I mean that could probably be like the feud. That like goes throughout like for most of the season until we get into our final Ultima Lucha stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. My bad for this week, Lucha Underground. God, it's so hard because there was a yeah. lot. Like honestly, there's a lot. We um, we say it all the time, but there's a lot of really good stuff on the show. Um, God, um, slight bad, and I don't know if this is the uh, thing on their part or anything. Just something I kind of picked up on. Um, the light—it's just me. Or is the lighting kind of weird this season? When it comes to yes. like the crowd, like yeah, I, I did notice. Uh, when Phoenix came out, you couldn't uh-huh. see him like at all. He well, was like taunting th- the camera, and you couldn't see anything. Well, also during the um, the uh, like when they were going to that finish, like the the mm-hmm. area that they were kind of finding was a little darker, and yeah. so some of the stuff got kind of lost. I feel. Uh, I don't know if that's maybe like a. Uh, it could be even a point of like the fact that Muertes and Katrina have taken over the ca- the temple, so it's a, maybe a play off of that. Um, I don't know. It just sounds kind of weird because there's clearly pe- it's there's clearly people in that temple. Like it's not you know, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's kind of weird to me. Uh, I, I some of just some spots where they're like going to the outside and dives and stuff like that. Some of it gets kind of lost, but maybe that's just me. Yeah, yeah. There was like another. Now that you mentioned it, like also when when Quern went for the ladder, mm-hmm. uh, I couldn't see what he was doing until he started like shaking the ladder. Yeah, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, I definitely agree. Just and again, that's like the most minor thing I can think of. Yeah, but yeah, that <laughs> that would be mine. Uh, what would be your change for this week? Uh, my change for the week would be. Uh, when Tejano got attacked, 
I wouldn't have used mask guys again. <laughs> <laughs> That's been a theme like for the last three shows. Uh, mask guys attacking this, people outside. This, those, it's gonna be. I bet it's the same guys, and they're eventually gonna get revealed into something. Hopefully. Yeah, I, I don't know, but it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> and I really, really, I really, really, really love that bar fight. Like, I, it, I, pop, I popped so huge when he got past the um the bowl. The rope? Yes. The rope, yeah. So it, it I was like, back. yes, let's do this. It, it brought me back to like Dusty Road bar fights like from the 80s and 90s. Like I, I really liked it, but it was like, why are there so many like mass luchadors like just attacking people all, all over the place? But, <laughs> yeah. There's maybe hopefully we'll find out soon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I can definitely agree. Um, let's see, my change for this week. Oh, that's a good question. Um, maybe, I guess that's my only thing, is that um, maybe touch more on the Mysterio thing. Because that's the, the, I don't know, that was, the, that was the only kind of weird part for me, was like when they did the opening, like last time on Lucha Underground sort of thing. They didn't really mm-hmm. know, like mention the, the Mysterio thing. Um, they, obviously, because the stuff they put in that opening promo is kind of more focused on what's going to happen on that episode. But yeah. uh, but I, I don't know. Like the Mysterio thing is huge, so it's if I just found it kind of weird. But again, that's like super nitpicky change, you know. Yeah, that's a story that like right now kind of feels disconnected with everything because even tonight's uh, post credit stuff that we will talk about right now. Mm-hmm. It's connected to the overall story of Dario Cueto and Katrina. But the Mysterio thing right now is like super disconnected with everything because we know it's kind of supposed to be connected with, with Dario, but not really. Not yet. Yeah. So I, I agree like something would have been nice. <laughs> I think it's interesting that they have these um these multiple stories that are just happening outside the temple. Like Yeah. The whole Mysterio stuff's outside, Dario, the stuff we saw in the end, the Sexy Star uh, moth stuff. Like, there's, it's almost like the temple has its own sort of thing, and then there's also these, this continual story that's going on around it, almost. Yeah. Um, yep. Which is kind of cool. Um, but uh, let's get to that ending. No, let's talk about it. Uh, so... We go to a back. Well, it's not even backstage. I mean, it's an office date. This segment uh, for the, I guess, Los Angeles PD, yes. where uh, Captain Vasquez, uh, a beautiful lady, she is uh, telling this police officer, detective, uh, "You kind of fucked up. You're not covered, and you lost Dario Cuello." And then we pan to the camera, and who is this? Cortez fucking Cor- Castro, yep. <laughs> who's actually. Which I think they, they, called him, they said Reyes, I think, in the... Yeah, yeah, officer Reyes. I like that. That's a kind of cool little touch. Uh, but basically, yeah. revealing that he was undercover the whole time. Yeah, he's an undercover, uh, and he's been working with the crew. So, because here's what, obviously, well, one, Bale's dead. But also, I believe, yeah. so Mr. Cisco also was not in on it, which I find... No, no, no. Apparently, Cisco is definitely, like, part of the... Uh, of an actual crew, I guess. Yeah. Which I, yeah, but Cortez, I guess, was on the inside trying to get Dar- get Dario Cueto, you know, taken into custody, basically. Yeah. Um, which really makes, 
the whole season one, like very interesting. Like I, yes, I'm very, yeah, it's, I, it, it's just stuff like that that I love. It's just like, Oh, you think it's one thing and then it's completely different. Um, but then it gets really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, super interesting because uh, he's basically told that he has to go back to the temple. Um, but he's not going alone. <laughs> He has a partner. He has, he has quite the partner. The world's cutest partner. <laughs> <laughs> Officer Joey Ryan. <laughs> yes. Uh, of all people, I never expected Joey Ryan to be a cop. But he actually like looks the part. Oh, he he's looks like, amazing. He yeah, is, he's perfect. He is straight super troopers. Like, he is amazing. Yeah, yeah so uh, we know that uh, Joey and, and Cortez Castro are coming back to the temple. But they're supposed to like hate each other, which actually I didn't really. That's kind of something that I got from their interaction that they don't like each other. But I mean, they're they're going to work together, so I guess yeah. their feud will be that. I, I think it's <laughs> I think it's a case of like Ricky Reyes being like the straight man, so to speak, and like like obviously Joey being ridiculous and Joey Ryan. Yeah. Um, I love this. I'm very excited about this. Um, yeah, me too. It's, especially because. I'm, I understand that Joey Ryan's ca- actual like lucha character is going to be Joey Ryan. Mm-hmm. So uh, I love that he's using so the Joey Ryan character is basically a cover up, which I love. Yep, yep that's, exactly. That's, that's such a cool way to do things. Like I, it's really cool. Um, yeah, I'm so excited for this. Um, yeah, uh, overall, really, I I also want to mention because I I couldn't tie this in also to my good. Um, one of my, I think, a match to me that kind of rivaled even the the main event was uh, Jack Evans Drago. That match yeah. is fucking good. Yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like they never got into like full gear uh-huh. because they were like playing this interesting story of one upping each other or something like that. Yeah, but uh, I, I really, really liked it, and I'm super interested with the direction they're taking. Uh, I was really surprised that. Uh, Jack Evans won. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he called himself the Dragon Slayer, and Dragon's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Dude? I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think I think the best thing about Jack Evans is that, one, I think I, I think people really kind of consider him to for his high flying, which he's amazing at, but he's also a great shit talker. Oh, yes. Like, I, don't, I don't know if you've been following the times he was in PWG. Oh, I was there for Bola. Uh, when he basically year. cut like ten minute promos before the matches for no and reason. During, yeah, and just, during the matches, just to get heat. Yeah, like, so he's a perfect. Uh, he talks shit. Like actually, like if you remember when he debuted last year, uh, the first thing he said is, "I am lucha libre." Yeah, and everyone was like, "Fuck you, you white boy." <laughs> such a punk kid, and it's yeah. such a cool character. So, um, I'm, I'm hoping that Jack Evans will just stock shit all season long, because yeah. he's really good at it, yeah. Yeah, I, I love that match. The, um, uh, was Jack, what, like, springboard onto the turnbuckle at one point, and Drago super kicking him? Like, Oh, yes. Oh, my God, it was amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, that, uh, I guess, uh, just to sort of wrap this up, what is your uh, ranking for Lucha Underground this week and the week? It's number one. Uh, <laughs> just, I mean, 
you can't really say no. All three matches were two were really really good, and the other one was interesting. Uh -huh. uh, and then you have all the storyline stuff, which was great. Uh, I really really liked that first Katrina Phoenix interaction. Uh, they they actually Phoenix like he kind of sucks at talking, even in Spanish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but since you can't understand it and you have Katrina kind of like working around her, uh, it's really, really cool. So I, I really liked it. So yeah, number one for me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, same here with me. Number one. It's going to be very hard to beat it, I think, yeah. in this whole season. Um, yeah, like I was thinking right now where you were saying that uh, this main events were really good as I'm interested to see what, what happens when you get like a takeover, NXT takeover against mm -hmm. the show because, like, like next week we have Penelope Junior and Puma. Uh, that match could rival any takeover main event, you know. So I'm oh, really yeah. interested. Well, I'm really interested to see when we actually have like those two guys facing up each other. Yeah, uh, I think that, and I think Matt Stryker makes a point to say in the commentary, and I'm paraphrasing what he kind of says, but. It's the most innovative hour of wrestling right now on television. Yep. And I think that they're doing something so different, both both with the backstage segments and all that stuff, but also the in-ring. You don't see the in-ring like that anywhere right now. Like Yeah, no, yeah, like they, they perfectly hide. I mean, they have the means to do it, but they can perfectly hide all the bad stuff. Like yeah. they make Cobra Moon look good. Mm -hmm. But you even know? like just I, I just think the style of wrestling too, like like, even with Rig of Honor, like, at least as far as the television show goes, it's very, like, pared down. Like, it's mm -hmm. not, you know, all out, balls out all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel yeah, like yeah. Lucha provides that. Yeah, this guy started, like, the last Lucha or Samuel of the third episode. So. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's the Lucha Underground portion of the movie four for this week. We've got three more shows that we're doing. Uh, so join us for all of those. Tony Garza, uh, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at DW Revolution or Twitter. So you can go to DWRevolution.com. Awesome. And you can uh, check me out on Twitter at Amy2Please, or you can check out the promotion I'm involved with, Inspire Pro Wrestling, at Inspire Pro Res on Twitter, and at InspireProWrestling.com. Uh, that's this edition of the midweek. Go check us out at WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all of our uh talks about all kinds of wrestling. Um, uh, go support us on Patreon. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com. Buy our t-shirts. Uh, go support what we do if you like it, because uh, we really appreciate that. And uh, that's going to be it for... La Guerra de la Mitad de la Semana. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.